0: Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Ask that you'll secure your seats for just one moment. Ask that you'll secure your seats for just one moment. Uh, The last Sunday of uh, this month is Pentecost Sunday. Uh, That's the Sunday that we celebrate the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, It is uh, the only uh, Christian spiritual holiday that has not been uh, commercialized. Uh, Santa Claus has invaded Christmas. Uh, Bunny rabbits have uh, taken Easter hostage. Uh, but Pentecost still finds itself in the purity of the Holy Spirit. And so on uh, that day, we are inviting everybody in the spirit of uniformity uh, that on the last Sunday of May, that's Memorial Weekend, uh, we're all coming to worship wearing white on that day. We're all wearing white on that day. If you don't have white, just come with you. Amen. Smile real big till we see the white of your teeth. Amen. Uh, But uh, I I don't want uh, clothes to be a deterrent Uh, as to why it is that you cannot worship. Uh, I want you to just come anyway, but the last Sunday, those of you that can and will uh, join us are wearing white. It is amazing, I uh, was sharing with our leaders uh, in devotion early this morning, and I shared with them that isn't it amazing that one million people in America alone, one million people died of COVID-19 and the nation never had a day of memorializing those who passed. Uh, We just went on as if life uh, didn't even matter. Uh, But those of you who've lost somebody over the last three years, would you lift up that hand if you've lost somebody significant to you, to your family, to your life? uh, I want you, while that hand is lifted, would you speak that loved one's name out loud now? Speak that loved one's name. Uh, the earth will never forget the deposit that they made into this generation. You can pull that hand down. As soon as Pentecost service would have concluded, we're going right out to our front lawn to host a citywide memorial service. A citywide memorial service. And uh, we're going to be uh, releasing balloons. We'll be releasing balloons in memory of your loved ones who have transitioned. Uh, For those who have uh, uh, had their lives snatched to violence, uh, we're going to be releasing black balloons. Uh, For those who uh, lost their lives to COVID, white balloons. Those uh, who lost to cancer, pink balloons, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, But I'm telling you, we're going to fill the whole landscape uh, with the life and the legacy of the people who meant so much to you uh, and to your loved ones. What I need for you to do is I need you to uh, email uh, to us pictures of your loved ones and uh, their, their names uh, because on that day we're gonna have jumbotrons around our campus and we're gonna be uh, showing the pictures of those who have transitioned as well as their names are going to be lifted on that day uh, so that they will know that their memory has not been forgotten uh, in the earth because somebody ought to give God glory over that. That's the last uh, Sunday in May. En uh, route to that, let me say to you, uh, next Sunday is Mother's Day, and many people I uh, have had to go through that uh, Green Mile experience of burying their mom. Uh, and I do not want you to be kidnapped by grief on next Sunday. Uh, No matter how heavy it is, I want you to fight your way to come to church uh, on next Sunday. I'm telling you, uh, it's going to be a load lifted and a burden is going to be broken. Uh, You don't know how that feels until you have lived through it for yourself. Uh, I am grateful to God that my mother is still alive and healthy and still uh, functioning. Y'all ain't saying anything anything to me. My, my grandmother, uh, Pauline Lucas Williams, died uh, while I was uh, in uh, uh, in grad school. My grandmother died, and there's still days, still days, that I want to call 914-423-5989. Uh, and some of y'all ain't old enough to know phone numbers, but I'm telling you, uh, that how many of y'all know? That it was a couple of numbers you knew off your head, amen. and. Uh, There's still days that I want to make those calls, and still days I want to just go sit in my grandmother's lap and put my head uh, on her chest just for her to say, it's okay, baby. Amen. Uh, You you just need some of those moments, and I I want you to know, uh, this ain't even what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, if your mother is alive, make it right with her. Uh, If if y'all ain't speaking, y'all go fix it, uh, because you don't know how blessed you are. Somebody uh, posted a couple of weeks ago. If your phone can ring at any given moment and your mother and your father's phone number is still in your phone, you are blessed beyond measure. Uh, And I don't want you to take that lightly or take it for granted. I got to get to the word of God. But those of you whose mothers have gone on to be with the Lord, can we pause? Can you celebrate your mom right now? Can we pause for you to celebrate her? Amen. 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 Those of you, you are not blessed, you are spoiled that your mother is still alive. Would you give God glory for your mother? Come on, come on, come on. What an amazing blessing. What an amazing blessing. Uh, We have been in a series called Warships, the battle to get to the presence of God the better to get to the presence of God. Uh, And we are continuing in that series on today. I'm telling you all, a real revival is taking place on Tuesday nights. I'm telling you, uh, Sunday is good, but Tuesday is taking on a life of its own. Uh, Those of you who have not experienced our group therapy Bible study Tuesday night at 7.30, I ask that you will please join us here on our campus in our studio. uh, We will be uh, opening up treasures of the revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ. Uh, would you join me in 2 Samuel chapter 6? Second Samuel chapter 6. As ask that you'll stand to your feet once uh, you have found a sacred text. 2 Samuel chapter 6. Today we're going to be dealing with... Uh, the Hebrew word for praise, which is makal, makal. Look at the person beside you, tell them you got a makal, makal. Makal is to move, it is to jump, Uh, it is to twist, Uh, it is to shift. You can't worship God and sit still, amen. When you move, God getting ready to stop moving on your behalf. Uh, Look at the person beside you and say, you ain't gonna be stuck up sitting next to me. Before this service is over, you're gonna have to make a move. Amen, it it is uh, to move, it is to jump, Uh, it is to twist, Uh, it is to dance, Uh, it is uh, to run. I'm telling you, uh, it's just movement. I I want you right where it is that you are. Can you just move some part of your body right now? Just move, Uh, you warming up. Come on, move some part. Now, before you got saved, you was moving better than that. Come on. I don't know, how y'all still doing the robot? I need y'all uh, to, to loosen up a little bit. I said, move like you want God to move. I will, Come on, move your hands, move your arms, move your legs, move your feet. Some of y'all only roll your eyes. I said, move, amen. Second Sam, second Samuel uh, chapter six, verse number 20. Second Samuel chapter six, verse number 20. I want us to read it together with uplifted voices. Come on, let's declare it. When David returned home to bless his household, Michal, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today. Lord. Y'all finish? Yeah, y'all waiting on me. Go, Go back, go back. Back that thing up. Come on. Go back. All right. Right there. Come on. When David returned home to bless his household, Michelle, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today. Next clause. Come on. Help me. Going around half-naked in view of the slave girls of his servants as any vulgar fellow would do. You may be seated. Huh? Say it again? Yeah, my my media ministry confused. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much. We're so grateful for our media team for putting two different scriptures up. Uh, thank you so very much. All right. When David returned home to bless his household, Michelle, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked, full view of the savage girl, slave girls of his servants as any vulgar fellow would do. I'm going to preach today using as a subject, I cannot be stopped. Lord, I like that thing right there. Some of y'all ain't feeling it, but I feel that thing right there. I want you to declare to the entire universe, I cannot be stopped. I need you to point to the people on your row and say, I don't know what you heard, but I cannot be stopped. I cannot be silent. You may be seated. Y'all might as well help me preach. Would you take that neighbor by the hand? Shake that neighbor's hand real good and say my whole life life, people have tried to stop me. Fiends have tried to stop me. But because of the anointing of God I cannot be stopped. Hallelujah. 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 I cannot Oh my God. I want you to look behind you and say, I'm talking to my past. Everything I went through in my past was trying to stop me. But because of my destiny, not be stopped hallelujah Hallelujah. you may be seated hallelujah you may be seated I need you to take that neighbor's hand while you're seated. Take that neighbor's hand. Shake that neighbor's hand and say there are a lot of failures that run in my bloodline, but it got nothing to do with me. By the power of generational blessings, I cannot be stopped. I feel something getting ready to break in here. Every obstacle, every attack, every demon, every lie, every rumor, I cannot be stopped. Hallelujah. I got to show you something. You may be seated. I got to show you something. I went through a divorce, never finished school. I got bad credit. I don't have that many friends. I got a lot of issues. trouble, but I came to tell the devil, I cannot be stopped. Hallelujah. You may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be seated. I got to show you something. Softly musicians. Let me do my homework. You may be seated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may be seated. Let me go to my lesson. You may be seated. Please, sir, please, ma'am. Hallelujah. In, uh, In 1686, you may be seated in 1686, at the tender age of 23, 1686, a young man was just 23 years of age at 23 years of age, the world was introduced to a gentleman that I want to in- reintroduce you to today, and uh, his name is uh, Sir Isaac Newton. And uh, Sir Isaac Newton revolutionized the entire arena of physics when he published a book called uh, Principia Mathematica philosophiae Naturalis. That book is uh, translated and commonly known as The Three Laws of Motion, The Three Laws of Motion. I want you to write it down. It's going to help you. Please, sir. Please, ma'am. I want you to write it down. Uh, You learned it uh, in high school. I'm going to revisit it today. Uh, The first law of motion, first law of motion states that an object in motion stays in motion. Y- y- y'all are quiet. Y'all, y'all must have GEDs like me. An object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest. Here it is. Unless an outside force is exerted upon it. An object in motion stays in motion. Unless something comes to stop its motion. An object, here it is, that is not moving will stay stuck unless an outside force comes and pushes it into movement. Uh, that, that is the first law of motion. So there are people who are doing nothing, who will continue to do nothing <laughs> Unless they get a push. Y'all, y'all, y'all just missed what I just said. There are people who are stuck, who are going to stay stuck in the position they are stuck in unless something comes to push them out of it. Likewise, and in similar fashion, uh, that principle is known as inertia, I-N-E-R-T-I-A. But here it is, if something is moving, it is going to keep moving. Here it is, unless something comes in its way to stop it from moving. Uh, there are two different uh, elements of people who are in this room that God is going to have to do something for. Uh, the first, watch this, is for people who feel stuck, who feel like life is not moving or that life is passing them by, they can't catch a break, they cannot buy a vow. Every time they pay a bill, another bill shows up. Every time they get savings, something will come to deplete their resources and they feel stuck where it is that they are. The first law of motion says, you will stay in that stuck position until something outside of you pushes you to make you start moving. There was somebody who was sitting on your row who doesn't even know all they needed was a push. And the only thing that they could push them is somebody being next to them who was not afraid of making a move. I, I need you to know you sat next to the right kind of believer because you sat beside somebody who is not intimidated by how you look at them. But because they don't want you to die stuck. When they move this next time, it is to make everything connected to you stop moving in the right direction. Would you look at your neighbor and tell them you will not remain stuck? When I shout this time, when I call this time, I'm getting ready to push everything in your life to go in the direction. It needs to go in. So all, all you needed was a push. You may be seated. You, you may be seated. I um, I got to show you this. Uh, I got to show you this. Uh, so uh, if I am moving, the only thing that can stop me from moving is an outside force. It is an outside force. Principality that will try to disrupt my movement. I I need you. Please would you lift up that hand? I got to say something to your spirit that I heard from heaven Uh, God told me to announce today that there will be no further disruptions to your momentum God I, I just lost half the church I said nothing will happen this year to slow down the momentum on your life. When you start going this time, not even the gates of hell will be able to stop your business, be able to stop your money, be able to stop your contract, be able to stop your idea. God is removing disruptions of momentum. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. There is a principle called the Matthew Effect. The Matthew Effect. E-F-F-E-C-T. The Matthew Effect uh, was penned in 1968 by Robert Melton uh, in which uh, he birthed it out of the parable of the talents in Matthew. It suggests That the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. Uh, That people accrue wealth or popularity in proportion to where they enter society socially or economically. But I believe the power of God is going to dramatically change the direction of your life that even if you were born in poverty, you will not die in poverty. God told me to tell those who are not afraid to make a move, watch what starts coming in your direction, that you are not gonna have to chase it. But as of 12 noon, blessings are going to start chasing you that everything you are going after is going to start moving in your direction. Sir Isaac Newton said if you are moving nothing can stop you unless an outside object appears. Now I declare, I want you to lift up that hand. God is now disrupting what was headed towards your life that was aimed at slowing you down. Uh, Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. God now is interrupting people who were a distraction to your assignment, to your gift and your call. God is now blocking opportunity that he never ordained and he never sanctioned. Whatever you are supposed to have, you're going to have it by the 4th of July. And I want you to shout for no disruptions. No disruptions. The first law of motion, whatever is in motion stays in motion unless there is an outside force that disrupts that motion. The second law of motion, here this is the acceleration of an object depends on the mass of the object and the force that is applied. The equation for the second law of movement is F equals MA. F equals M-A. It is F is the force and M-A is the magnitude. How much, so says Sir Isaac Newton, how much are you putting into it? Suggest what direction it will take. Therefore, if you want something to move in a certain direction You have to get something bigger than it to move it Y'all ain't saying nothing you cannot move it if you are at the level of the object or smaller than the object You've got to be bigger than the object in order to move the object because your magnitude and your force overwhelms the force of the object. I think I've lost you. Uh, One day Jesus was on a ship. And when Jesus was on the ship, the disciples woke him up and said, Master, carest thou not if we perish? Uh, Jesus wiped the sleep from his eyes, went out to the edge of the boat, and saw winds and waves beginning to blow. But he knew, watch this, his voice was bigger than the circumstance. So when he moved his voice, the direction of the object had to move. Your sound is stronger than your circumstance. Y'all ain't saying nothing. That's why your enemy always wants to take your voice. Because if you use your voice, you will shift the direction of stuff that is out of order. Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, Look how powerful you are. You have enough in your throat to tell mountains to move. That's why they get mad every time you talk, every time you give your opinion, every time you share your idea. But God said when you open your mouth, you are going to move stuff that you thought was bigger than you. I need you to open up your mouth and change the direction of what you are fighting against. You are getting ready to move something significant. You're getting ready to move something that they did not expect. Where you put the weight of your intention speaks to the direction. Where you put the weight of your intention speaks to the direction. Hear me again where you put the weight of your intention speaks to the direction if I put my weight at the podium on this level it will only move forward because that is the direction of my intention. But if I change the angle of my intention, it will not go this way, it will go this way. I think I'm losing you here. You gotta understand, I've got so much power over this podium that I can move it in the direction I want it to go. God said when you move today you are getting ready to move cancer cells out of your body. God said when you open up your mouth you are moving blemishes off of your credit rapport. I don't want you sitting still but I need you to move in the intention of the direction you want it to go. I need you to take that neighbor's hand and pull them down where you want them to go. Have several seats Now I want you to sit down. I, I ain't shaking your hand, I ain't trying to pray with you. I'm, I'm trying to make you sit down because I got authority over who's sitting next to me. All right, watch this. The third law is identifying interaction, forces, pairs. Here's what uh, Sir Isaac Newton said in 1686, is that uh, whenever a force is at work, it is either going to push or pull you. Hallelujah. A force is never idle. Hallelujah. I said a force is never idle. I need you to grab that neighbor's hand. You don't like them. You shouldn't have sat there. You have thousands of seats to choose from. You decide to sit next to them. A force is never idle. A force has a push or a force has a pull. I need you to pull on whoever's hand you're holding. You ain't got to be Hercules. Just don't let them sit still. Pull on them. Watch this. Pull on them till they can't sit still. There is a pull on your life. Oh my God, I feel glory right through here. God is pulling you to do something eyes have not seen. Y'all ain't saying the name a pull on your life for you to make a difference and for you to make a change and for you to make an impact there is a pull hallelujah because a force cannot remain idle be seated the 70 of you all be seated it can't just be a push Watch this, the force always comes with a push or a pull. A push or a pull. A push or a pull. I need you to grab that neighbor's hand again. I'm just giving you intermission. I get, <laughs> pull that neighbor. Watch this, we talking about Mikel, there's a movement. Pull that neighbor. Hallelujah, pull that neighbor, because I need you to know what's happening in the spirit realm. I said, pull that neighbor. God said, because you're moving, I'm getting ready to pull you out of debt. God, God, I can't hear nobody. I'm getting ready to pull you out of toxic relationships. I'm, I'm getting ready to pull you out of addiction. I can't hear. I'm getting ready to pull you out of depression. I said, come on, pull on. Pull on up. Pull on. There's a push or there is a pull. May the force be with you. Every action, here it is, every action precipitates a reaction. Every action precipitates a reaction. And according to the third law of motion, is that here it is that that action will happen in pairs. It will not just happen in one dimension. Here it is. And so if I kick, watch this, my foot is moving and the screen is cracked. The action brings a reaction. My force is so heavy that two things will have to respond at the same time. I think I've lost you. I'm only talking to demonstrative worshipers. God says when you make a move, things are gonna happen in pairs. That not only are you gonna move heaven, but you're going to start moving stuff in the earth. Whatsoever I loose in heaven shall be loosed in the earth. Whatsoever I bind in the earth will be bound in the heavens. Can you imagine that there is a duality of impact just by you making a move? The enemy wants you restricted and constrained because he knows when you start moving, angelic troops start getting dispatched and start moving in your direction. You wanna know why I can't sit still? Because it's too much activity in heaven that is now conspiring to bless me. God is moving people, places, and things just to get me in my right position. I ain't telling y'all what to do. But if I was you, I would make a move like I need heaven to respire, I would make a move like two different things have got to happen at the exact same time. May I submit to you humbly that there is another law of motion that Sir Newton omitted which is the Hebrew word called makal. M-A-K-A-L. M-A-K-A-L. I want to submit to you that this is the fourth law of motion that Sir Isaac Newton was not keen or privy to. Macau. Everybody shout Macau. Macau. Now, we are first introduced to this word uh, Macau uh, in Psalm 30 and 11. 30 and 11. Watch with Psalm 30 and 11. That's the same passage where you find out that weeping may endure for a night, but joy. That's still, that's Psalm 30, verse number five. But I need you to go all the way down to verse number 11. Verse number 11 says, you have turned, watch this timer, you turned my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth. And filled me with gladness. When folk are asking you, why are you dancing? Tell them because I used to be depressed. Come come on, I can't hear nobody. If they want to know why am I so animated, it's because I suffer with anxiety. I need you to mess make a move right where you are. Like you will not be depressed, you will not be stressed out, you will not lose your mind. When Jesus, when Jesus arrived at Lazarus' tomb, He instructed the people, hear this, remove the stone. Say remove the stone. Y'all ain't gonna believe what happens next. When Jesus instructs them to remove the stone, what does Lazarus do? The Bible says he comes out Macau. He comes out leaping. He comes out jumping. He comes out dancing. So when you see me leaping in church, watch this. It is not because I got all the money in the world. It is not because everybody likes me. It is not because I came from a perfect family. I am jumping, watch this, because I know I should have been dead. And I come on, I can't hear nobody. If you know you were supposed to die, would you just jump right where you are? If you know they tried to kill you, jump right. Hey, all right, hallelujah, hallelujah. When Jesus You may be seated. When Jesus arrived at the tomb and they removed the stone, the Bible says Lazarus Macowed. He jumped, he leaped, he danced, he twisted. Uh, As long as I am breathing, as long as I'm breathing, I got to keep moving. Hallelujah! Will you look at the person beside you and tell them, as long as I am breathing, I gotta keep moving. My heart is beating. My lungs are heaving. My nostrils are flaring. My tongue is wagging. My blood is flowing. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and oh. all. What? What's this? So I only, I only know I am alive as long as my heart is still beating. The only way they know I am alive, watch this, is if my vitals are still moving. David then says in Psalm 150, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So when I praise God, what I am doing is making my outside match what's happening on my inside. Y- y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I got to give him glory because my heart is giving him glory. My mind is giving him glory. My blood cells are giving him glory. So what's this? And so as my moving is a reflection of what's taking place on the inside of me. Those of you all who have never been sick, have never had physical challenges, have never had a surgery, have never had pain in your body, you ain't got to do this next move for us. but those of y'all who are thankful under God that while I still got breath in my body, I'm gonna make a move with your gift God. Hey Come on, come on, jump, leap, dance, move, twist, I'm alive today because He kept me, I'm alive, hallelujah, you may be seated, I'm coming, you may be seated, hallelujah. You may be seated. i got to show you something. You may be seated. Uh, In 2 Samuel, in 2 Samuel, would y'all be seated? Vincent, come help me. In 2 Samuel, uh, David organizes 30,000 young men. Thank you. Help me. Uh, He organizes 30,000 young men. And when he organizes 30,000 young men, he says, we are going to reclaim the Ark of the Covenant. Because the Ark of the Covenant symbolizes, watch this, the glory of God. So he says to the camp, I know what the enemy stole, but I am not leaving here without getting glory back. God, I can't hear nobody. Some of y'all are losing your mind trying to get a man back, trying to get a job back, trying to get a money back. But I need 500 of y'all that want the glory over your life. Come on, open up your mouth like you want the glory. Says you're getting ready. you're getting better, get the glory back. Uh, watch this. Uh, David asked of the Lord, should I go after what the enemy stole? And the Lord said to him, what he's saying in a new birth today, whatever the enemy stole from you, when you start moving, I'm going to start lining your stuff up to bring it back to your house. Some of y'all can't shout because you ain't suffered no losses. But I need 500 of y'all that want your marriage back, want your child back, want your self-esteem back. Would you make a move right there? Like I want to get it all. I want to get it all. I want to get it all back. And uh, I, 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 I need... God to restore it. Be seated. When you feel like you've lost your self-esteem, lost your mojo, lost your identity, lost your spiritual connection, lost your self-worth, you don't feel like that you're making any strategic moves. The Lord says, I know the enemy stole stuff from you. But you're about to get it back. You're about to get it back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible, I'm hopscotching through the passage because of the sacred time. The Bible says that David recovered the ark. He's getting the glory. Watch this. And here's what I needed you to see. He's headed to bless his house. He is not headed to the church. He is headed to release the blessings in his household. I hope y'all can hear what I'm trying to tell you today. God said, when you start moving, mm, the blessings are getting ready to start dropping in your household. God, y'all, I I, I got the wrong church right through here. I wish there was somebody that needs your household to be blessed. Y'all ain't saying nothing, that ain't what my is. I said, you gotta make a move to let the enemy know I want blessings back in my house. He starts jumping, he starts dancing, he starts moving, and something happens that takes place in this church every Sunday every Tuesday a woman opens up the window and looks at David dancing says look how undignified you are you supposed to be a king and you dancing in front of all of these people like you ain't got no sense and David said, you don't know what I just recovered. Oh God, I can't hear nobody. You don't know what the enemy did to me. You, you don't know what I endured. You have not really worshiped until somebody gets offended. You have not really given God glory until somebody says it don't take all of that you haven't gotten into the face of God until somebody gets irritated by the sound of your worship I came to give the devil a nervous breakdown y'all, y'all, y'all ain't just screaming but God said I need you to start moving those of y'all that need God to move on your behalf would you just stop moving where you are God said the glory is starting to come back Shh. Come on, come on, move, move, move. The glory is coming back. The glory is coming back. The glory is coming to your house. The glory is going to fall on your children. The glory is going to fall on your idea. The glory. Come on, I dare you. You got 10 seconds to move in the presence of God. Hallelujah. I said move in the presence of God. Watch God start moving on your behalf. Watch God start shifting on your behalf. Watch God start flipping on your behalf. What you waiting for? God is waiting on you to make a move. Stay right there. Stay right there. Stay right there. Come on. Look at your neighbor. Tell him God's about to make a move. He's leaning in my direction. I got a seed in the ground. God is about to make a move. I dare you to grab that neighbor's hand. Stop pulling on your neighbor and say all of us are getting ready to move we're about to move to our happy place we are about to move to our wealthy place we are about to move to our side come on I dare you to move I dare you to move Watch God move in your body. Watch God move in your family. Watch God move in your children. Watch your... hey. God. Do? Come on, new Come on, open up your mouth. What's God do? Open up your mouth. Watch God. Watch God. Do? What's God do? I dare to just turn around, right turn around right where you are, turn around right where you are, he's getting ready to Late in the midnight hour, God's gonna turn it around. It's gonna work in your favor. Watch out! He may not come when you want him to come, but he's at on time. God. Watch your move! Sooner or later, it's gonna work in your face. Watch on! Watch on! I said, where's Luper? Come on, you know what to do. Watch Everybody, watch out, move. Watch out. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.